بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد باب استحباب طيب الكلام وطلاقة الوجه عند اللقاء قال الله تعالى أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم واخفض جناحك للمؤمنين وقال تعالى فبما رحمة من الله لنت لهم ولو كنت فضا غليظ القلب لنفضوا من حولك صدق الله العظيم Continuing with the chapter, we began the discussion. A chapter which deals with the desirability of speaking good words and smiling and having a smiling face when meeting people. As we mentioned that these, that this affability of nature making a concerted effort to be approachable, to be kind, to be considerate, to be generous. Even simple thing like smiling when meeting people, these in shariat constitute a great act of virtue, merit. This was part of the mizaj and temperament of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam where he was described, Kana Nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, daima al-bishr, kathiru tabassum. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was always affable, pleasant in nature. Very, very easily Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would smile. As we mentioned, interestingly, Imam Nawawi rahimahullah, in introducing this chapter, mentions two verses of the Qur'an. In both, Allah Ta'ala addresses Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And ulama kiram have extracted from this that in these type of verses we find what we call the etiquette and adab of a da'i, one who is engaged in the reformation of others. What should his psyche be? What should his nature be? What should his temperament be? In fact, Ulamai Kiram mentioned, they say, soft-naturedness, being kind, considerate, gentle. They say this is actually the something like how we can describe it. They say the balance of deen rests on this. If you have a car, it can be a Mercedes-Benz, it can be a BMW, it can be something that costs millions of rands. But if the wheel balance is off, then that car will not run properly. In the same way, for us to progress in da'wat and tabligh, for us to be those who Allah Ta'ala uses for the reformation of others, there has to be this balance in us. There has to be this soft-naturedness. Coming back to the verse of the Qur'an, we began the discussion previously. The first verse, Allah Ta'ala says, وَاخْفِضْ جَنَاحَكَ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ This verse literally translated means that lower or soften your wings for the believers. In the tafsir of this, Mufassirin mentioned لَيِّمْ لَيِّنْ جَانِبَكْ وَتَوَاضَعْ In other words, let your sides become soft. That is literal translation. What it means is that adopt humility, humble yourself when approaching your fellow believers. 
The one who is being addressed in this verse is Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When it comes to humility, he was the absolute epitome. He was the most perfect example of humility. And ulama kiram say that when Allah Ta'ala commands you, humble yourself, lower yourself, this will not in any way demean you. But this is sunnatullah, this is Allah's sunnat. This is Allah Ta'ala's practice what Allah has taken upon himself. That one who lowers himself, man tawada alillah, rafa'ahullah, Allah will elevate him and Allah will raise him. One interesting analogy or example ulama kiram give when it comes to this particular verse of the Qur'an where Allah Ta'ala is commanding Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam to adopt humility, to soften his nature. But the Qur'an uses the analogy, lower your wings. So what is the relation with lowering, lowering one's wings, with being submissive, with being humble in nature? So one example Mufassirin give, they say if you look at a bird, especially a bird that is being hunted, we find when this bird capitulates finally, in other words, it is injured, now its capture is imminent. Then Allah Ta'ala has made this animal such that its fitrat is such that just before it gives itself up and allows its hunter to overtake it completely, then the bird naturally stretches out its both wings. So this is one explanation Mufassirin have given. Waqfid janahak. Lower or soften your wings for the believers. In other words, just like this animal has capitulated, given itself completely over. In other words, if you want to speak crudely or, ha- or use crude an ex- example, walk all over me, do whatever you want to do with me. The more a person humbles himself, lowers himself, the more Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creates the love and affection of that person in the hearts of people. If you are arrogant, if you are proud, if you are harsh, naturally this creates nafrat, dislike in the hearts of people and distances them from you. When a person is soft, kind, considerate, and with this there is an element of humility, humbling and lowering yourself before others, then automatically this creates affability, this creates Love, this creates an attraction for people towards such an individual. So the first verse of the Qur'an which Imam Nawi rahimullah brings in this chapter, وَخْفِضْ جَنَاحَكَ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ Humble yourself, lower your wings before the believers. The second verse of the Qur'an, فَبِمَا رَحْمَةٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ لِنْتَ لَهُمْ We find there are certain places in the Qur'an wherein Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the ihsanat and the favors of Allah upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Many, many places in the Qur'an we find such verses. Example, Allah ta'ala says, أَلَمْ نَشْرَحْ لَكَ sadrak That, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, did we not broaden your chest for you? أَلَّذِي أَنْقَذَ ظَهْرَكْ Did we not, أَلَمْ نَشْرَحْ لَكَ sadrak الذي أنقذ ظهرك ألم نشرح لك صدرك ووضعنا عنك وزرك didn't we remove your difficulty from you الذي أنقذ ظهرك such a burden which was causing your back to break 
Alam yajidka yatiman fa'awa. Did we not find you an orphan and we gave you shelter? Wawajadaka dhalan fahada. Did we not find you uninformed and we guided you? Huwa alladhi ayyadaka bi nasrihi wa bil mu'mineen. It is Allah who assisted you with His special help and with the help of the believers. Inna a'atayna kal kawthar. That did we not grant you kawthar. Wa anzala Allahu alayka al kitaba wal hikmata wa allamaka ma lam takun ta'lam. Allah Ta'ala revealed upon you the Qur'an, wisdom. Allah Ta'ala taught you with that which you did not know. وَكَانَ فَضْلُ اللَّهِ عَلَيْكَ عَظِيمًا And the fazal and virtue upon you was very, very great. Like this, many, many verses. Allah Ta'ala enumerates the ihsanat and the favors of Allah upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But Mufassirin mentioned, if you look at all these verses, there is one special place in the Qur'an where the mode and expression of Qur'an changes. Like this verse which Imam Nawi rahimahullah has mentioned, فَبِمَا رَحْمَةٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ فَبِمَا رَحْمَةٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ It was a very, very great expression of Allah's mercy upon you, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, لِنْتَ لَهُمْ That we made you soft-natured. We made you affable in nature. So just to recap, even those who don't understand Arabic, if you look at the other verses, Alam yajidka yatiman fa'awa, wa wajadaka dalan fahada, wa wajadaka aylan fa'agna, we found you destitute, we increased your wealth. Inna atayna kal kawthar, huwa alladhi ayyadaka bi nasrihi wa bil mu'mineen, wa anzal Allahu alayka al kitaba wal hikmata wa allamaka ma lam takun ta'lam. أَلَمْ نَشْرَحْ لَكَ صَدْرَكَ الَّذِي أَنْقَذَ ذَهْرَكَ وَرَفَعْنَا لَكَ ذِكْرَكَ If you look at all these verses, Allah Ta'ala just mentions the favors upon Rasulullah ﷺ. In this particular verse, فَبِمَا رَحْمَةٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ It was a great expression of Allah's mercy upon you, Muhammad ﷺ. لِنْتَ لَهُمْ That we made you soft-natured. And then Allah Ta'ala goes on, وَلَوْ كُنْتَ فَضًّا غَلِيظَ الْقَلْبِ لَنْ فَضُّوا مِنْ حَوْلِكَ Time is limited, but to truly appreciate the message that is found in this verse, the importance, the stress, the emphasis that Qur'an and Hadith places upon being soft-natured, upon being kind, upon being affable, for us to truly appreciate the emphasis that Qur'an places upon this, we have to understand it in the context of this verse. This is Qur'an. And Qur'an is haq, Qur'an is the absolute truth. Allah Ta'ala addressing Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says to him, وَلَوْ kunta That if you, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, فَضًّا غَلِيظَ الْقَلْبِ These are two, verses, two words, the meaning are similar. Fadhan غَلِيظَ الْقَلْبِ Ulama say fadh generally refers to harshness in speech. وَلَوْ كُنْتَ fadhan If you were such that you would speak harshly. غَلِيظَ الْقَلْبِ refers to harshness of the heart. In other words, being harsh in nature. That if you, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, were harsh in your nature and harsh in your speech, what would happen? لَنْ فَضُّوا مِنْ حَوْلِكَ Your companions, the Sahaba. Now who are the Sahaba? 
The Sahaba is that Jamaat, their allegiance, their love, their devotion to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is Darbul Mithal. Darbul Mithal, it is an absolute emblem, an example. Humanity till Qiyamah will never see a Jamaat like that. Their taqwa, their piety, their love for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. How many places in the Quran Allah Ta'ala praises the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Tatajafa junubuhum anil madajah. وَبِلْ أَسْحَارِهُمْ يَسْتَغْفِرُونَ كَانُوا قَلِيلًا مِّنَ اللَّيْلِ مَا يَهْجَعُونَ Allah Ta'ala describes the night of Sahabai Kiram. Elsewhere Allah Ta'ala says, يُؤْثِرُونَ عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ وَلَوْ كَانَ بِهِمْ خَصَاصًا Your Sahaba are such that they give preference to others even though they may be in need. حَبَّبَ إِلَيْكُمُ الْإِيمَانِ وَزَيَّنَهُ فِي قُلُوبِكُمْ وَكَرَّهَ إِلَيْكُمُ الْكُفْرَ وَالْفُسُوقَ وَالْعِسْيَانِ and the obedience of Allah, beloved to your companions. We created the hatred and nafrat for kufr in the hearts of your companions. Such a testimony Quran gives to the taqwa and piety of sahaba. Ulama say when it comes to ikhlas, when it comes to sincerity, no one can claim to be mukhlis. The only time you'll find out that whether you are mukhlis or not is at the time of moth, whether you had truly sincerity or not. Whereas when it comes to the Sahaba of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah Ta'ala describes them, يَبْتَغُونَ فَضْلًا مِّنَ اللَّهِ وَرِضْوَانًا Your Sahaba are such that their actions are motivated with the desire to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In other words, they have ikhlas. One place in the Quran, Allah Ta'ala says, Muhammadur Rasulullah. Muhammad is the Rasul of Allah. Muhammad is the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَالَّذِينَ مَعَهُ أَشِدَّاءُ وَلَا الْكُفَّارُ Ulama say, there's one way of looking at this verse, Muhammadur Rasulullah, this is da'wah, this is a claim. And whenever you make a claim, there has to be a proof. So what is the proof? Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. What is the proof? وَالَّذِينَ مَعَهُ If you want the proof to understand that Muhammad is definitely Allah's Rasul, then look at his companions. Because only a Nabi could have produced companions like this. Such a testimonial the Qur'an gives to the Sahaba of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The reason I'm mentioning this, the greatest and the best teacher possible, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the greatest and the best students possible, the like of which till qiyamah humanity will never see, the Sahaba of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And yet... Allah Ta'ala in the Qur'an addresses Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and says, O oh my Nabi, if you were harsh in your speech and harsh in your nature, Sahaba lan faddu min hawlik, they would have run away from you. They would have abandoned you. The Qur'an does not say lan harabu, they would run away. Haraba yahrabu is to run away. The Qur'an uses the word lan faddu, infidad, is a very, very harsh term. Infidad is when a person runs without looking back. To that extent, they would have totally and completely abandoned you. Sahaba would have abandoned Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam if Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam was harsh and rigid in his nature. From this we learn the importance of developing soft-naturedness, of being affable, of humbling and lowering ourselves. 
This is why I mentioned in the introduction of this particular chapter that even though this chapter is very brief, but the adab, the etiquette, the point that is being mentioned in this chapter is extremely important, particularly for those of us who are engaged in the work of Dawud and Tabligh. Our role model is Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was the height of one when it comes to speech, husn kalam speaking sweetly, speaking kindly, speaking considerately. Taking a little bit of extra time, but I'll mention what we heard from one alim. He says that, he said, from the street language I learned a lot. From the language of the street I learned a lot. So he mentions one example. He says, one day I was following a bus, and in the back of the bus was written in Urdu, Dil Barai Farokht. Dil Barai Farokht. Which literally means, Heart for sale. Human heart for sale. And then underneath it was written Qimat. What is the price? What is the price you have to pay to purchase someone's heart? To bring someone closer to you. Dil barai farokh, Qimat, zuban ke miti bol. The sweet utterance of the tongue. The sweet utterance of the tongue. Husne kalam, this is the road to husne akhlaq. Good akhlaq and character is impossible without getting control over the manner in which we speak. Istihbabu tibil kalam, the virtue of speaking considerately, being soft in our speech and meeting others with a smiling face.